Well, welcome to the Church Office podcast. Um, today, it's a thrill to interview John Slocum, one of our deacons at church. Uh, John serves as the food bank manager. He has got a real passion to reach out with the gospel um, and real focus on mercy ministries. Welcome to the podcast, mate. It's good to have you on today. Yes, thanks, Gav. Nice to see you. Uh, thanks for the very warm welcome that we've got here. Probably 32 degrees in his office. <laughs> it's cooking, isn't it, mate? It's oh, cooking. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. We're in the heat wave uh, recording this, so uh, it's going to be a short one today, let me tell you. Yeah, good. I'm very grateful for that, Gav. Not that I don't like spending time with you, but um, yeah, in, <laughs> in closed quarters. <laughs> Get me out of here. Get him out of here. So, John, we're both deacons, both serving at Christchurch. Uh, I know you love it and are passionate for it. You you gave up a, a job in business and to come and serve the church, mate. And you've done multiple roles in that. You've served as a conference manager and uh, your passion for people and your passion to to reach the lost is, is what's kind of got you, I suppose, to the role that you're doing today. Yeah, it's one of those where um, nothing was planned and things just happen. And uh, I had my own business for, for many years and it just got too busy and life became too busy. I wasn't home too often. I was always away traveling and doing stuff. So yeah, it was just one of those moments where you think this isn't quite perhaps what God had intended for me and what's what's there, what's to do. And so yeah. there wasn't a, I really believe God leading us to this. The conferencing came along. It was a fantastic opportunity to be able to get people into the building for people to see this building and for people to come and for us to be able to earn some sort of finance and some money from that so it all worked really well and for many years um, was quite successful and yeah I I like to set things up I like to get things going and yeah whatever's next then you know move on and uh, so the transition from business into church life was buffered slightly by the fact that the conferencing was still business yeah so that was helpful and um yeah i've just sort of become food bank manager along the way i don't know how that happened but yeah. uh, i think one of our friends tony graham was was managing and he sort of asked the question would i mind volunteering and uh, here i am years later running the show <laughs> well <laughs> doing my best to pretend that i run the show <laughs> <laughs> but you run it, you've gathered a team and, uh, you know, huge number of volunteers that are working in, in, in Food Bank now. So, um, John, the Food Bank runs, isn't it, to serve people, you know, with who are in food crisis, aren't they? And you're providing food for, what, three days? Yeah, we, we provide food provision for families or, or single people who are struck a crisis yeah. who then have a need for food. So we've engaged about 70 frontline professionals as agencies who then determine who is fit for or is in need of a food parcel so people don't just turn up to our door there's a voucher system uh, and through pandemic we had to change quite quickly to do e-vouchers so everything's done now electronically and um, yeah so people come to the door Um, as I say the pandemic changed everything but we had a situation previous to pandemic where people would come in and have a cup of tea have a cup of coffee have a chat wait for the parcel to be packed yeah and it was a fantastic opportunity for myself and and other volunteers to spend time to chat 
to those in need and to befriend and maybe take out for coffee later on. Uh, so yeah, it was a fantastic uh, opportunity to meet, if you like, those unschooled of the faith. And it was a tremendous way to begin to befriend people who perhaps wouldn't normally come into any church whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's great. And uh, for those churches who are already doing food banks, you'll you'll know all about it. And for those who are listening who who haven't come across it, please do check out the Trestle Trust website, the food bank website. It says lots of information about uh, how to get involved in it, how to start one and, and running. John, as you've kind of been taking on this role of kind of Deacon for Mercy, your food bank manager, um, one of the things, one of the passions from the, the pastoral team I know was to make food bank as relational as it could be. And I know the pandemic's changed that. Um, and you're knowing your heart, you're not just want to feed people, but there's this passion to take the gospel out there. Um, and that's changed the way that you've done it in the past. That's changed the way that you think about it. Um, fill us in on your, your heart for this, you know, cause you, you want to do good by feeding people, but there's a message of the gospel that, that you want to go out Um share that with us for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think, um, pre-pandemic it was it was great because we had 15 to 20 people that would come through the door a day and they'd all be clients not frontline professionals or agents and so uh, there'd be a number of volunteers that would just sit down drink coffee chat signpost help support guide people to further help if necessary uh, and as I say to, to begin to build relationships and um, what we sometimes find is that people are so open to sharing with us because there's no time scale. Yeah. There's no appointment system where they had to come in and only have five, ten minutes with us and then move on. So some would, would share their life over ten minutes and a coffee. Others yeah. would just want to stay outside and smoke a cigarette and just be given the food and go. Yeah. And that's people's choice. But some were very warm and were very open and supportive and helpful. I'm very, very grateful of support that we were giving them. And so sometimes with the um, the clothes that we had here or some extra nappies that we had through the Mercy, you know, we were able to extend from food to to other things. So the, the remit really was to, to be kind and to be generous, to be gracious, to show Jesus in all that we do. Yeah. And so an act of kindness might be all that we managed, but we did that with the best intention with Jesus in our hearts and knowing that we're doing good uh, and we are serving a community uh, by being gracious and kind to them some would even ask if we could pray mm -hmm. for them yeah yeah uh, which is which is great and uh, that's not pushed on anybody but it's just through conversation yeah and some of our volunteers are so kind and gracious that they just invite people to open up yeah, and that's what people have done. And over the, the you know, the, the pandemic has been difficult because we've not seen the clients, but we're now at the point where we are encouraging clients to come back. Yeah, uh, one of our volunteers, Nick Mason, he's um, one of our elder statesmen. Yeah, retired, who loves doing things and organising things. So we we've begun to pray on a Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Nick would come in and make a collection from one of our supermarkets and he'd come in and the idea is that we will start a Bible study 
with people that come in and visit and clients who come in uh, and we'll invite them to do that but through the process if nobody comes we'll pray you know we begin to pray for some of the activities going on with um, the CAP project the Christians Against Poverty mm -hmm. that we've just started now here at Christ Church so we pray for that we pray for Linda and Neil the other guy then working with CAP in Newport so we pray for that we, we pray for projects that we're thinking of setting up through the food bank uh, and we pray for the people that come to visit and trust that you know God is is opening hearts to hear the gospel and so yeah. we'll either have a Bible study or we'll pray either way we're intentional about this and since we've started praying uh, some folks that I've known for years have contacted me over the last couple of weeks uh, and just saying they'd love to make contact again yeah that's great uh, you know that's yeah. incredible it is yeah. the grace of God yeah uh, and some of these folks now we're beginning to pray for uh, by name and I'm trying to reach out to them now to, to get a coffee and a chat see how they're doing but it's incredible and I think the uh, the reputation as well that we've begun to develop with with some of the agencies and particularly the the Newport City Council you know that's been quite exciting from a very distanced relationship through pandemic yeah. the relationship has grown and developed to a point where we're almost I could say that we're partners as well through through this whole process yeah, yeah. I love that John and, and what really comes across well is that um, you know success for you in the food bank isn't just growing stats or you know we, we're never sitting down having conversations about you know this week I fed 100 people or 200 people or whatever you know your success is in the relational opportunities those where you've been able to pray those where you've been able to have a conversation those been where you've been able to signpost someone either into the church or to go and get help somewhere else because you might be the first conversation where they've really opened up about uh, a gambling problem or a domestic abuse problem or, or you know there could be numerous you know issues of death that might be going on and you know you having that conversation and signposting them to get help is is tremendous and I love the fact that that is what we talk about and the, the success criteria is that rather than just the numbers um, because it's in a sense it's a it's a ministry isn't it it's not uh, just a project that's separate to the church but it's part of the heartbeat of the church i know you're inviting people to come to church we've had seen people come to church and all of that goes on and i just think that's that's lovely yeah a lot of people in, we invite to church we book them in through your fantastic system and then they don't turn <laughs> up as well so <laughs> yeah i've got two more coming on sunday potentially yeah but, uh, don't hold your breath but there's something lovely about faithfully doing good um you know are we the most efficient food bank in the country probably not are we seeking to to care for people love people to bring the gospel you know th those ingredients are there and that's what's exciting for me looking on on the project is that we've got we've got you in there and and you're developing a team of people who are like you that that want to do this um yeah just correct you there gav we're not probably we're, we're definitely not the best <laughs> not the most efficient uh, but, uh, yeah as far as efficiency goes and statistics go i mean any uh, larger organization like a trussell trust have governmental persuasion as well yeah um i tend not to get involved in that i tend not to get involved with any of the political issues that are going but um if we can be a breath 
and a fragrance of the gospel then yeah. that's what excites me yeah. and as far as success goes um as far as us as ambassadors for christ i th- i think our remit is to just sow seed and yeah. be a means of grace and be kind and be gracious and be open to share the gospel with anybody that comes our way yeah uh, and so as far as success goes i feel the pleasure of god when i've been able to sit down and share with people and um yeah as far as statistics we've got every <laughs> statistic you want gav but i tell you it'll take yeah, you we never talk to about find it, it. <laughs> because yeah it takes you a while to find it because it's not the most important thing and i i love that that's that's what's defining which is great and and there's this other side of the food bank which is brilliantly you know we've seen almost an outreach in itself was that you've drawn you know volunteers who are not in the church who are not believers um who want to do good in their community and we've seen people come to faith because they are regularly interacting with christians in the food bank now that's exciting isn't it i was just thinking about julie uh you know just just wonderfully came through the food bank has been saved life has been changed uh, the gospel's been at work. Um, there's something exciting about that, isn't it? That, that if you start a f- project like Food Bank, you know the focus can go into getting this food, delivering it. But there's all of this other ministry and all of this gospel work that happens, um, which is, must be exciting for you. Yeah, it's a thrill. Um, Julie's part of our management team now, mm-hmm. so we're we're on a project called Network for Change. Yeah. And as Newport Food Bank, we've enlisted to that with Trussell. Uh, and the idea there is to bring an end to the need for food yeah which pre-pandemic was probably a few years on and (laughs) post-pandemic who knows where this is going to go yeah but uh, so what's the big idea of this bringing food bank to an end like we're talking about how successful it is and what's happening is feeding people and you know what what's the thinking on on this what have you signed us up to here john our heart moving forward is well, how can we b- build a better sustainable uh, community that is going to last outside of the PLC food bank? Mm-hmm. So, as I said earlier, we've got uh, the Christians Against Poverty, which is a debt agency that's been set up. Yeah. Uh, so that's a great initiative. And we're, I've just bought four allotments, believe it or not. Okay. Um, <laughs> to grow your own. Grow your own. <laughs> Grow your own. But what uh, the heart behind the the food the allotments is that um, my mechanic, who lives in Risca, he he lives over at Capurlum, and behind his house, is a huge plot of land that is dedicated to allotments. Right. He took over the secretarial role on behalf of the council on a voluntary basis, and there were five allotments there. There are eighty five allotments there now. And when Dell was servicing my car a few years back, he said, oh, I want to do something for the food bank and give yeah. something back. Um, through the pandemic, I had a meeting when we were allowed to see people face to face. We had a distanced meeting cool. with somebody from the Youth Justice. Yeah. And their heart was, well, how can we engage some of our clients with something like Food Bank, which is such a good project, to see people doing something of value and giving back to the community yeah love that so w- with the distancing and the the sort of guidelines that were around it was very difficult for us to engage more volunteers so we thought well let's go outside what outside space what can we do and so so well let's yeah. let's look at allotments yeah. and julie said yes that would be a fantastic idea let's let's have a look so yeah 
I remembered our conversation with with Dell, my mechanic, and we went out and bought four allotments. Yeah. But these allotments are in view, or Dell also is is online with us in as much that he wants to build a community. Mm -hmm. So we went over and visited the plot. It was knee deep with grass and it's a mess and everything else. But you know, we we just we were there and we were sort of looking at it and trying to build a plan and a, and a vision for what's going to go on and so what we thought is up the top because it's a sloping field we'd like to build some sheds get some water containers obviously to drip feed off there yeah, yeah. and to build a, a decking that could be a communal decking yeah so we were thinking Christchurch could have two plots Youth Justice have got two plots. We're looking at other partners now coming on board. So there's potential for six to eight plots mm. in this area. And Dell is also looking at there's a stream of water running down. So the idea is to build a pond and have a wildlife scenario there with a pond. Right. He's got beehives and our particular area beyond the, the beehives is a is a um, grazing sort of meadow mm -hmm. of summer plants you know to to invite bees and wildlife yeah. so the idea is to build this community and then the decking that we would have would be one piece of decking not sort of people in their own small corners yeah 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 but we yeah. all come together and whoever's yeah. there share what you've got yeah with food and coffee and tea etc etc but then you know community begins to happen and then there's a community goal in what we're doing yeah and so we're hoping to sort of intertwine different communities so that we can all just become friends and relate together uh, and some of the folks so the picture down the road would be that some of these youth justice folks come in and the kids grow the produce but to invite them then to food bank with their crop yeah to be able to give out to those in need and so right there yeah that's class isn't you're going to yeah. see somebody that's grown something from seed it's it's now being used if you like for somebody in crisis and yeah. to have that person who grew that to give to yeah. somebody in crisis i just think well there's there's dignity right there throughout yeah. that story yeah that's great isn't it and, and yeah and and that's why we love what you're doing you know you, you're running a food bank but you're building community i love the fact that there's there's partners that are that being joined in youth justice and yeah the whole idea of creating a whole produce that can be given to those in crisis is just class isn't it yeah um, and, and then to get people in the church involved in that as well who've got skills in gardening and growing stuff you know um that can pass on skills to younger people and get you know younger people involved in the project as well which is yeah we're going to need some volunteers to work through this because my gardening skills and knowledge is zero <laughs> i can dig a hole and that's about as much as i can do so yeah we are going to need some volunteers but there are going to be people that are passionate about this yeah that are going to passionately want to come and we'll have skills in in growing and seeding and when to grow etc etc yeah so this isn't my project this is a church project mm. that we want the church engaged with and other agencies outside so i've i've been sharing with some of the supermarkets who donate food yeah i've already got shovels and spades and some tomato plants and and things being donated to us and they're all i've taken each particular uh, supermarket champion to the allotments yeah. and they're so excited yeah and they want to get involved as well not just financially but yeah. also personally they would give up some of their time to come and help us grow yeah it's it's brilliant. It just it just sparks 
lots of opportunities to take the gospel and and for yeah people to see our good works i guess isn't it and and to kind of recognize our good works and and ask the question you know why are you doing this and and you know we we're motivated by all that we've received in christ aren't we and and that's our that's our story and that's what we carry the message we carry with us as we go and do these do these things so yeah i I love that john and and for those who are listening who have not got a food bank or have been thinking right how can we reach out to our community and you want to find out more from john then then please get in contact with the church office um it's info at the uh throw your questions to us we'd love to to answer them we'd love to get in contact with you love to share our story our experience well, John, thank you for taking the time to to chat to the podcast and uh, spend some time with the church office, mate. Appreciate it, and uh, look forward to hearing from you again. Yeah, pleasure to be here. And as the sun is shining, I might go and visit the allotments. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, that's great. Well, thank you for for listening to the podcast today, and uh, it's a joy to to take these opportunities to talk about projects that go on in the church. Um, the church you know your church office our church office here supports these kind of initiatives and uh, we get involved in all sorts of projects and it's great to to hear about these projects and to to learn about them um if you've got any questions or any topics that you'd like us to cover on the podcast and do please get in contact with us um, at questions at the church Please check out the website and there are resources that are being added every week that we hope will serve church administrators, pastors who are on their own, people who are working in community projects like this. Uh, There's stuff on resources available on the website. Well, from me, Gavin, goodbye and we will see you next time. Thank you very much.